What's going on, everybody? Good morning, good morning, good morning. My name is Marley, and welcome back to The Writer's Block. This is the podcast where we explore the thoughts, the conversations happening between the songs that ultimately inspire the music. Look, I want this to be a chance for artists of any medium to take a step back, find new inspiration, and hop back to it. Hopefully, this podcast gets you out of that rut that we call The Writer's Block. What's poppin', people? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Writer's Block. My name is Marley. Uh, if you're returning, if you're if you're coming back here, well, my name is still Marley, but welcome back. I'm glad to have you. Uh, today, obviously, this podcast episode was a little later than usual. I've told you guys I'm not a morning person. Um, this podcast is an exercise for me in discipline. Can I wake up early in the morning? And do this podcast. I get up usually around six o'clock. The dogs wake me up. I take them outside. My habit is to fall back asleep. I love sleep in the morning. Like I said, I'm not a morning person. I'm a night owl. Um, but, you know, I, I want to challenge myself all the time. Um, and for me, part of that challenge and part of growing discipline, I think discipline is a muscle. So part of growing discipline is, you know, waking myself up on Wednesday and doing this podcast. However, didn't happen this morning. So here I am. It is now 5.05. I am recording the podcast. Welcome to the episode. As always, it is Wednesday, the Wednesday after 4th of July. I hope you guys had a good holiday. Uh, it's sunny out. It rained a little bit, but um, it cleared up. And now the skies are blue. The birds are chirping, et cetera, et cetera. And we are going to get into the podcast. Today's topic is a question, really. I find myself asking this question quite a bit, uh, sometimes to myself, sometimes to others, you know, depending on whose ear I have at the time. Um, the question is, and I'll pose it to you guys. I want this, by the way, this episode to be a little interactive. So I want you guys to think about it as I, as I pose this question. Answer it for yourselves, okay? And maybe even talk to somebody. If you're with somebody listening to this, ask them, you know, talk about it. But anyway, question is, do we create ourselves or do we discover ourselves? I know, I know, it's crazy, mind-bending. No, but I think about it often, fairly often. Um, I think one is, one feels like it's uh, victimizing and one feels like it, you know, is empowering. Um, but it is a serious question for me. And it's one that has changed. Like the answer has changed throughout my life. Uh, when I was a kid, I was brought up Christian. Um, and I was in church, right? I mean, in church. Uh, I went to Weeping Mary Full Gospel Baptist Church. I think that's what it was called. I'm pretty sure. Weeping Mary Full Gospel. Yeah. Weeping Mary Full Gospel Baptist Church. Um, and that's where I was raised, man. I mean, I was a part of the dance team. I went to Bible st or the dance ministry. Sorry. I went to Bible study. I was in a choir at one point. I'm pretty sure dude. for the dance team. We had like white gloves. We were all black and had white gloves and a black light. And we would be dancing. It looked like the gloves were floating. It was crazy. It was super dope. Um, but I was, I was in church. Right. And in church, I was led to believe, and when I say led to believe, I don't mean that I was fooled or that I was tricked into believing. I think that as kids, we can all agree 
we're malleable, right? We can be molded. And part of that is we almost inherit our parents' beliefs or whoever we're around. We kind of adopt their beliefs. Um, I don't think it's until we're older that we kind of form our own. But anyway, as a kid, I was led to believe uh, through my faith, through my family, that we discover who we are. It felt like, and by the way, a um, large part of this is perception, okay? So it's, like I said, it's not that my family was like, yo, you're going to do this. Um, I think that being raised or during um, that time, a lot of it is how we interpret the information. So anyway, I was led to believe that, I lost my train of thought for a second, I was led to believe that we discover ourselves. I thought, especially because of faith, that God had this plan for us, that he had um, predestined our lives. It often made me wonder, well, why even try anything if how it's written is going to be how it is? You know what I mean? Like, I can't change anything, which is why that felt, to me, victimizing, right? I mean... Imagine being a a, a child and your parent says, hey, you're going to be a doctor, right? That's your, they don't even say it to you. That's their thought. You're going to be a doctor. And then they begin to push those things onto you. Like, so not in like an overt way, but like, ah, you like, you like these toys, huh? Try this stethoscope toy. You grow up and they're like, ah, you like reading, huh? Try reading this book on anatomy, right? Like that's how I... That's how I imagined God was, right? Like you have this this idea of who I'm going to be and everything that I do in my life leading up to that is just to get me to that and you're controlling that. So like I said, to me that felt victimizing. It felt like no matter what I did, what was going to be was going to be. It wasn't until I got older that I started forming new beliefs for my own. Like I said, you go to middle school, you go to high school. For me, this this area around high school, college, that's what I'm going to talk about. But um, you start to form your own beliefs. And to be honest, I don't know that you form your own beliefs. I mean, you do, but I think it's highly influenced by your environment. I think in high school, especially, you're, um, you're influenced by your friends. You're influenced by media. At that time, we you know had the internet, so... Uh, there's a there's a social media aspect to that. There's all kinds of different influences there. And um, my belief at that time was that we create who we want to be. I mean, just imagine, uh, you know, my, let's say in college, you know, my parents wanted me to go to college or at least my perception of what they wanted was that they wanted me to go to college. Because when I dropped out, uh, the first thing my mom said to me was, do you have a plan? I was like, yeah, I want to do photography. And she was like, okay. (laughs) And I was stressing, I was stressing so much about it. Um, But like I said, it was because of my perception. It was my thoughts around what she was going to say. Anyway, I digress. Um, At that time, it felt like, you know, my parents wanted me to go to college. Uh, I went to college. I did terrible. Obviously I dropped out. Um, I was studying to be a psychologist and I do like psychology. I like, you know, 
learning about why we think the way we think. Um, and for me, that was the destiny, right? The destiny was I was going to college. Um, I was going to be a psychologist. I would then end up opening some practice uh, and I would hear about, you know, people's problems all day or something like that. But my creation of my reality came in when I started skipping classes. And instead of going to those classes, I went to the uh, head of photography at the school at the time and I would learn from him. And that interested me way more than the classes I was taking. You know, and if I thought about it, maybe I would have took a photography course and became a photographer. I don't even think you can do that, but um, that interested me. And so I started moving in that direction, which to me felt like, ah, I'm creating my reality. I'm creating myself now. Um, There was this empowering feeling. Um, It felt like, it felt like I was in control. And I'm sure you guys can relate to that. I'm sure you all have these moments where you're doing exactly what you want to do when you want to do it. And it's, it's a high of sorts. And I think that's the danger. I think it's a double edged sword. Like I said, I think that having that uh, belief of I'm creating myself is empowering, but I think it can lead to an ego trip. Here's why I say that. If I end up saying, you know, I'm going to create photography, right? I'm going to, I'm going to make myself a photographer. And then I end up, you know, hustling, I'm grinding, I'm doing all the shoots that I can do. Uh, and let's say I, you know, make good money. Um, I get awards, I you know, blah, blah, blah. At some point in time, I'm going to think to myself, I did this. I created this. I did all, you know what I mean? And the truth is for me, uh, there was a conflict because on one hand, I felt like we discover, right? That was the past thought that I had. And with that thought came God, right? And so now I'm saying to myself, I create. Um, And that felt, it felt like conflict because how can I create when something else, someone else has predestined this? You know what I mean? I felt icky saying I did it when in the back of my mind, I knew God did it. Um, So through that conflict, uh, the next thought arised in adulthood. And I kept learning. Obviously, we keep learning when we grow. And if you're not an adult right now, and that's cool, you can still, you still know how much you've grown from like elementary to middle to high school. I don't know where you are in life, but doesn't matter where you are. Either way, we still grow. We still form new beliefs at every stage of life. So I'm still talking to you about this, okay? Um, But anyway, in adulthood now, I'm learning and I have learned that maybe, just maybe, uh, we create and discover. Um, And here's what I mean. I believe that as a person, as our ego, right, the, the, the facade that we, that we can attach ourselves to. Um, so in layman's terms, I guess, if you look at spirit versus our body, right, 
the self or I mean the the person, the ego is that body part. So I believe in that area we create. I believe that um, creation in that way can can be an ego driven thing. And I think that uh, we do create. We we say, okay, you know, I want to dress myself this way. I want to only eat this. I want to go to the gym. I want to look this way. I want to uh, have a house that's this, that's that. But what I mean is that's all ego driven. We largely do that stuff for for validation for other people for who we want to be perceived as right it's superficial um and so in that sense i've learned that we create ourselves we can create this image we can create this this avatar so to speak but through meditation and i you know i don't meditate as as much as i should and hopefully this isn't getting too like spiritual for everyone but I don't even think that meditation is necessarily a spiritual thing. I think it's, for some people, I think it's a way to uh, just sit down and clear your mind after a long day or clear your mind before a long day. Um, For some people, I think it's a deeper thing. I think it is a spiritual thing. For some people, I think it's, you know what, I've heard somebody say something um, along the lines of prayer obviously is talking to God. Meditation is listening. And for me, through meditation, I've heard, not audibly, but I've gotten the the intuition of certain things. And I think that just comes from quieting yourself. I think so many times in life we are bombarded, especially now with like all this stimulus, um, whether it be social media, family, friends, media in general, music, whatever it is, we live in a very busy world it's noisy. And sometimes it takes cutting that noise out just to hear yourself. And that brings me to my next point, the self. Um, I believe in the self we discover. And I think I said it perfectly, actually, from that segue. I didn't even plan that, but we need to hear our self. So the ego is all that noise, it's all the superficial, it's the surface. But under all of that is the self. And I think through meditation, you can observe that. I think through meditation, you can reach the self, the consciousness, right? And I do believe that there are two parts. Like I said, I think there is the outer shell or the ego. And I think there is the inner Part, which is the self. And the reason I think that is because for me, meditation is all about observing, right? It's about quieting myself and tuning in and just observing my thoughts and the way I'm breathing and um, just how things are moving through, through my mind. And if that's the case and that's what I'm doing, and I'm observing myself, then the observer can't be the observed. They can't happen at the same time. If you're looking at a box or if you're sitting in your car right now and you're, you're looking at the steering wheel, you're not the steering wheel. And you know that because you are observing it. You can't be the observed and the observer at the same time. Um, I mean, outside of a mirror, I guess. But anyway... That part, that self, that consciousness, I do believe that we can discover things. 
I believe that we discover ourselves through that when we begin to discover our beliefs and we discover patterns that may be serving us or may be uh, our detriment. They may be not serving us at the time. I believe that we sit down, we can observe our habits and um, observe the areas in our lives where we might have done um, the wrong thing or the right thing or just what we can observe it all. And that's exciting. And through that observation, I think we then have the opportunity to recreate ourselves. After all, you know, all of that being said, um, I think we evolve. I don't think we stay still. I think if you stay still, you die. Um, for me, I just want to grow all the time. I want to do more. I want to be more. And that observation and the questioning of my intentions and the questioning of who I am and why I am who I am or the questioning of my habits and my tendencies and my vices, are they serving me? Are they not serving me? My willingness to make mistakes and learn from them, observe those mistakes. All of those things help me every single day to recreate who I am. And I think the goal should be um, to recreate, to create someone better than who you were the last week or the last month. Um, I think that if we gradually get better uh, and we gradually grow, we eventually become the person that we want to become. Yo, yo, if you enjoyed this episode of The Writer's Block, make sure you tune in every Wednesday. If you're an artist, you're gonna love it. I want this podcast to be your home. I want it to be a place for you to take a step back, find new inspiration, and get back to doing what you love, what you do best, and that's creating. So make sure you join me on Wednesdays, and hopefully I can get you out of that rut that we call The Writer's Block. I remember those nights stuck in my head, sun in your eyes. Stuck in my bed, yeah, yeah.